I'm John Rutledge, a.k.a. Eggsy from Visionary Rap Group, the GLC. Lover of mystery, disciple of intrigue. I'm Mike Bubbins, comedian and qualified PE teacher, fan of fact, seeker of proof. We're on a quest to unexplain the most unexplainable mysteries. For we are the Unexplainers. What are you doing here? Just been asleep upstairs. In my house? Yeah, I let myself in. Do you know how you get in? No problem, just walked in through the front door, like normal. That's weird, that's freaky. I mean, you're an oddball enough. Don't ever do that again. You were uh, washing... You're going to knock the... Yeah, well done, genius. I'm washing There's up some yeah. food on, on the side of that. Yeah, that's because I haven't washed it up yet, am I? Yeah, you know, I'm doing very good. Someone's got a busy day. I'm not like you swung around the place. Now I'm going to do the dishes. I mean, that's welcome to my world. Imagine if, if, if an elf or a goblin came in, or a fairy, just magicked all that away. Yeah, but it wouldn't happen, would it? If I get in contact with a fairy, that washing up will be done Shut like that. up. I've yeah. just been watching a film about fairies, right? Yeah. Just watched Frozen for about the 250th time with my three-year-old daughter. Yeah. She, she understands that's probably not real. Brainwashed by Hollywood. I'm talking about the real deal, yeah. Real fairies, Mysticism. Not to be confused with the fairies that don't exist. You're talking about real fairies. Yeah, fungal rings. If I can prove to you the fairies exist, I can come back here and sleep again. There we go, mate. That's a deal, right? If you can prove to me the fairies exist, you can sleep in my house, John, any time you like. I'll give you a key. You just let yourself in and go nuts, right? If you can't prove the fairies exist, don't ever, ever, ever come to my house again. Mega deal. You come with me, we will journey to an enchanted wood, and I will show you fairies, my Let's go, I'll do those after. I'll put my top back on. And your trousers, please. Oh, nearly forgot, crikey. Unexplainer's log, day one. The challenge was on. Mike's bed was proper lush, and I didn't want to give it up. So I took Mike to Tumbalam, a mystical hill above the town of Risca, to meet an expert on local history. Right, Mike, up ahead, I'd like you to come and meet a friend of mine. You all right? Nice to see you, yeah. Rob, yeah, this is good. Mike. Hi, Rob. Mike. Mike. Rob has a lot of knowledge, Mike. I set up the Tumbalam Society back about five years ago, and we were involved in sort of maintaining the area. How often do you come over then, Rob? Every week. Is it? Does it ever get a little bit, you know, eerie? Do you ever feel like you're being watched or followed by tiny creatures? Feel free to say no to that, Rob. Yeah, well... There's something about this place that seems to draw me back. It's a very unusual place. It is that. Anything yeah. can happen, Mike. Anything. I could yeah. set fire to you now if I wanted to. Why would you do could that? I would just say anything could happen. Right, well, um, we're all a little bit out of breath. Yeah. We're at the it's, base now. We're at the base. Sounds like a dodgy phone call. It's it not... does sound like a dodgy phone call. It's not, I assure you, it's not. I feel very much like a climber who's just, just managed to reach the peak of K2. We're at the bottom of, what is it? 30 foot high bound now. 30 or 40 feet high, yeah. I feel quite proud of myself for getting this far. Well done, mate. It's been a good, good five minute walk from it's the car park. It's been a good yeah. five minute walk. It's a bit like Lord of the Rings, the quest we've been on so far. The view is something else over here, isn't it? It's wonderful. The... It's magical, but not magic. I think it's magic. I can tell you a little bit about the mound, if you like. Yeah, uh, yeah, please, yeah. please do. Nobody really is 100% sure who built the mound. I think they thought back years ago that a chieftain called Bran was buried in here, and there was a curse attached. If you dig into this tump, as we call it, or they call it the pimple down in Cumbran, you would be attacked by a swarm of bees. Mm. Back in 1984, when they were putting the steps in here, there were a group of manpower services people up here. Mm. They were working on the steps, and they happened to look over, and they could see a dark cloud coming towards them. A load of bees came around them, and they, so they ran down to the Land Rover, and at the Land Rover then, there was all bees. Do you think the bees could have just been an army of fairy warriors that, that took on the human-animal form of a bee 
to protect the... The human-animal form. That's right, yes. It's a technical term. You wouldn't understand it, Mike. Uh, well, I, who knows? Right. But how can you tell a fairy that takes a form of bees or a, or, or a bee that takes a, a form of fairy? I mean, essentially, it's a fairy in a, in a fur coat. Our duty is to go to the top of the mound and let's channel some of that energy. Let's Absolutely. go. Let's go ultra deep. But no digging, please. No digging, because, no digging. of course, the authorities will not be happy and I don't want to get my eyes stung out by a bunch of killer bees from another dimension. Fact. Here we are, we're at the top, and I've noticed literally within, within seconds of getting here, the wind's come up, it, it's, it's almost a bit darker in, in the sky. I mean, it could be that we've angered, we've angered some sort of, um, some sort of Brand. spirit. Yeah. Brand is not happy. Brand's not happy. Clouds are gathering, and I don't think it's bees. I think it's a nasty storm. Rob, don't get sucked in. Words, words from Rob's mouth there, Mike. Yeah. I think it's not so much the wind's picked up as the fact we're on top of a very tall mountain. Yeah, but maybe we've angered the mountain gods, Mike. Think of it that way, yeah? What if there's a giant fairy the size of like Hull or Leeds or Bradford just above the clouds now, just looking down on us? I think we should leave this place and Why find... Why making it windy? Because he wants to blow us off. You ever been blown off by a giant fairy before? I haven't, no. I think we should really contemplate going somewhere a bit more sheltered to chat. I think we should. We've been at the peak. Yeah. It was pretty windy up there. I the, think we can all agree the that. The gods seem a lot less angry, don't they? The they fairies. seem a lot less angry. We found a slightly more sheltered spot. Rob, I mean, John and I have been looking at some, some mysteries, but to me, fairies seems the most ridiculous one. Because when I think of fairies, I'm thinking kids' TV, I'm thinking, I'm thinking wings. We, we need to think about fairies in a different way. Fairies were very, very dark. I suppose you go back to the, to the 18th century and they would have been thought of in the same sort of ways we think of vampires. You know, don't think of them as little Tinkerbells. Think mm. of them as, as something very, very dark and mischievous. Since Sean was struggling to differentiate between folklore and fact, I took him to meet an academic who'd spent her life studying the subject. I was within a whisker of putting the Joker back in his box once and for all. OK, John, I brought you to uh, a nice park in Cardiff. It's lovely, Mike. I'm having a lovely time. Have some cake and some coffee. But not just to enjoy the cake and coffee, John, to meet Dr Juliet Wood from Cardiff University, an expert in folklore and mythology, who hopefully will uh, tell us a little bit about Delighted. fairies. Yeah? Delighted to tell you about fairies. The best place to start with fairies is at the beginning. We certainly have notice of fairy stories in the Middle Ages. The interesting thing about these earlier stories is that you would not be able to tell the difference between a fairy and a human being because they would be a little taller and more beautiful than we are or a little shorter and uglier. I'm slightly taller than average, probably slightly better looking. John's slightly shorter than average. Yeah, but the fairy would be taller and even better looking than If the fairy was a type 2 diabetic with a gammy knee, Mike, you, you would be a fairy. There's something about them that sets them apart, but not the way we now think of them as kind of tiny little things that, that flitter. Flit Evil or, or good? Well, or? It's, it's more that they're ambiguous. The principle is the fairies will react to you the way you treat them. Um, with the, the very famous changeling tales where the children are stolen, they're horrible stories in the sense that the child is stolen. But remember, in these stories, the child is usually got back. Now, if you look at the context of this, this would be at a time where infant mortality was very, very high. It's quite brutal. So there's all, it is. Very dark. The fairies are a way of representing the uncertainties of life. Could you give me a few examples of, of quite modern fairy stories that you've heard from people who've given you their experiences? The people who, who've given me fairy experiences, um, I would never judge anyone for telling stories. All of the people I've collected from really have had real experiences. They believe what has happened. And often this experience has comforted them, has changed their life, and I'm actually getting more of them now 
than I would have got 10, 15 years ago when so I started fashion, collecting. So there's a fashion trend. They're, they're coming back. Could I, could I convert Mike into a believer? Probably not. Um, but I do think that, you know, we have these, these stories. We need to recognize that they're stories. I think sometimes getting too far into the belief kind of takes you a little too far out of the, out of the real world. Um, but I do think we, we still need to have them. Juliet knew her stuff, but I wasn't giving up. I knew there were parts of the world that took fairy culture as seriously as me. Iceland, a place where bumping into a fairy was as normal as wearing shoes or a hat. Cue Icelandic author and expert, Rathilda. Hello, is that Rathilda? Yes. Hi, it's John from the Unexplainers. I'm here with my buddy, Mike. Hello, Rathilda. I want to speak to someone who comes from a place where fairies are really ingrained into, into the culture. Yes, I think you could say that. The stories are part of who we are. There was a survey, if I remember correctly, there were about 60% that said that they believe. Have you ever encountered an elf or, or a troll yourself, Fratilda? Yes, I've had some <laughs> friends in the elf world since, well, all my life. For example, my oldest friend, uh, Pulta. I started talking about Pulta when I was two years old. She's of a Hildefolk species. It means something like hidden people. They live in the elf worlds, they're of another dimension. They look very much like humans, though. There must be people who don't believe you. Y yes, of course. Because some of them are quite narrow-minded, very much like my friend Mike, who's here with me today. <laughs> so, I, I, mean... don't, I don't try to convince anyone. This is how I see the world, and it's not my place to try to convince anyone. I just tell things how I see them. This was it. A real fairy witness with real fairy experiences. Not only did she see them on a regular basis, but she'd written a book about it too. Was this to become our fairy finding instructional manual handbook leaflet book guide? Uh, the book is written by an elf. His name is Frode. Okay. Frode put me to sleep. The book was downloaded <laughs> into my mind. Okay. When I woke up, I had to sit up and write it all down. The things you've written in the book... Do they apply to anyone? Could I use some of the theories you've written about in the book and try and access this world myself? Yes, there is also a thing that you could do. Go into the nature or in a park, sit down very quietly and do nothing but listen. The chance of John sitting quietly and not speaking for more than about three seconds is almost, is almost impossible. Yeah, well, that goes for many humans, so that's why it's so difficult to see out. <laughs> We humans are very good at destroying our planet. And the elves really want to be in touch with us again because we all need to work together. We need to protect the land. So if, we, if we're willing to get in contact with nature, there's a high probability we will come in contact with real fairies, Rahilda. Yes. I'd hoped John had dropped this whole affair, but a few days later, I found him in my bath with Rotilda's elf book and a bag of travel sweets. I dried him off, and we headed north to test out the book. We're in North Wales, what's going on? Fairy Glen, better sequoid. Did an internet search. First thing that came from the search engine, better sequoid. It's just the name though, isn't it? Right, I was in Caffilly Mountain Ranch on the weekend. Yeah. Like five miles from my house. Yeah. There was a fairy forest. Okay, far, yeah, okay. forest, Okay, got to the yeah. Gower, 40 minutes away. Mm -hmm. We could have gone to Fairy Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You brought us three and a half hours away. Yeah to North Wales to go to Fairy Glen. Yes. Because it was top of the internet search. It's got the most fairy of all of them. It's got, got the most fairy is it? Yeah, massive amount of fairy Brilliant. And this, Michael, in my hand is my fairy book 
this is my gift from our Icelandic friend. Yeah, you, have, you have been banging on about that all the way up to I the I have day. been banging on about it because this is what is going to split your third eye right open. This was it. Zero hour. First contact with the fairy folk. All we had to do was descend 200 foot through a treacherous ravine to a mystical river. I dashed ahead to set up whilst Mike mainly moaned and dawdled behind. Why can't I feel? I don't know. What's he taking a 200 foot deep ravine for and stone steps soaking wet? I told him, what should, what should I bring? No, nothing special, mate. Just bring whatever you normally bring. Cuban eels on, doing this. Ridiculous. This is not, I'm not Derek Brockway, alright? I don't get paid to walk places. I've just made my way down these um, steps down to the base of the, the waterfall here and Mike's still on his way down. He, he doesn't look very doesn't look very happy. I think he's gonna punch a tree or something. We're at this amazing gorge. You can hear the water running in the background and it, it's like something out of Jurassic Park, but with an added sort of fantasy vibe, these sort of jagged rocks sticking out of everywhere. This the trees above us are kind of like a sort of bizarre fantasy jungle canopy. Here comes Mike. How's it going Mike? How come uh, it was so tricky getting, getting down oh, I don't know, it's probably like the, uh, the 100 or so polished slate soaking wet steps I've had to walk down. Worth fair, fair play. Yeah. Worth the trip down though. It is, it is lovely, isn't it? This is why I imagine, if I did believe in fairies, which I don't because I'm, I'm 43, this is the sort of place they would hang out in a fairy tales. I'll be honest, if, if this is summertime, I'd be clothes off, I'd be skinny dipping. I get my top off and go in there as well. I mean, everything off, I take yeah. everything off. And the three words for the that. Pants off, the jeans, the whole lot. That really is joy and beauty. I, I mean, if I was Tony Hart of Heartbeat fame, the uh, late 70s and early 80s art show, I, I would have come down here and painted a picture and they probably would have um, filmed it in high speed so it looks like I've painted it really quickly. I can picture Morph jumping off one of those, those big rocks there yeah. and landing on another rock, turning into, into a splat essentially. And he's made Chaz laughing at the top. Chaz would laugh yeah. loudly and then Morph would turn back into Morph. Yeah. Anyway, right, shall we go and find um, this, this magical spot? Why can't I just enjoy the natural beauty of the place without trying to imbue it with some sort of otherworldly... I was born with a quest, and, and, and if I don't carry this out, I will die unjustified in my beliefs, and, and you will die um, as blinkered as you've lived. I'd be I don't quite happy to, to have a picnic here without the fairies. Right, let me do your deal. I'll find a spot to conjure up the fairies. You can have some of those Doritos that are in my bag. They have gone soggy, but you can have some. All right, let's do it. Okay. John got busy setting things up with his fairy book, while I sat down to enjoy reality with some crisps and a drink. Here we are at yeah. the key spot um, on this lovely moss-covered rock. When we conjure the fairies up now, we need to be polite. Let's just take a breath, cleanse ourselves. Oh. Okay, I'm gonna start to read. read let, me, let me do your breath again. Oh. That's very good, okay. that's very good. What does it take to see ourselves? Well. I could tell you that you needed to be a descendant of sensitive people in at least three generations of Irish origin. Right, I'm not that. Okay. I mean, my wife's grandmother was Irish, but that's... There's, there's more, there's more. Okay, go on. Or an Icelandic farmer from a faraway fjord. I'm not that. I didn't... Yeah, fair enough. That's really narrowing it down, isn't it? Don't, I mean, no, that's no, narrowing it down more, to be more, an Icelandic there's farmer. There's more, there's more. Or that you needed to see, Mike, right. through your third eye. I what haven't do I got a mention? third eye. No, you I've only have. got You're two just eyes, You're like just everyone else. Look at me. I can sense it, deep within the forehead. Right, okay. Deep within the forehead, it's massive. Do the, do the breath again, just cleanse. Uh, right, come on. Good, strong cleansing. There is a much easier way. To see ourselves, you only need three things. Never ended story on DVD. I've got that, but I couldn't bring it with me, so that okay. doesn't count. One, a touch of joy in your heart. Mike, is there any joy in your heart? Yes. Right, prove it to me. There we are. Joy. Okay, good, strong. Deep breath. Uh. Oh. Come on. Oh. 
permission from the grown-up inside of you to allow your inner child to go out and play. Let the inner child out. Right. Let give you permission, child. inner child, to go out and play. Don't cross any major roads. Be back by 9.30. Like, try like this. Don't Watch talk this. to strangers. Watch me release my inner child. Watch. Go on. It's yeah. gone. I've just let it go. I've just let it go. And finally, I'm out willing to be seen. If that's I'm honest, that's pretty key, the third one, isn't it? He's it's like saying, you've got to be prepared to see an elf. Mm. Oh, by the way, I'm a niece to be an elf. Watch, look. An elf willing to be seen, look. Just keep looking. Yeah. Can you see him yet? No. If you believe, he will believe. Hence, it will become reality. Oh, Everybody knows I that. Can't believe. See it. believe. It's not going to happen, is believe. it? Believe. Ask, just ask. Just ask the spirits if they're willing to be seen. Hello, Mr. Elf. Yeah. If you're there, can you please reveal yourself? Are you willing to be seen? Are you willing to be seen? See, I'm believing. Yeah, see can you see it? Sort of. No, you can't, you're lying. Keep believing, you'll see it as well. Believe. Just simply spell the word and it'll enforce the magic. Believe, dare to believe, believe. Say believe, believe. Good, strong. Now say stronger, louder, faster. B-E-L-I-E-V-E. Good, good. Now say I believe. I believe. Now say a spell, I believe, stronger, faster. I believe, stronger, I believe. Faster. I, I don't believe, good. though. I don't believe. Oh, no, he's gone, see. he's gone. There was a slight smoke there You're then. There was definitely a slight mist. You're an idiot. There was definitely a slight mist. Feel, feel the joy, feel the joy. Woo! Good. Let the inner child out, because he's gone back in, I can sense it. Right. <coughs> Mine's back out again. Right, shut up, let's watch it. Right, can you see it? No, I can't see it. You're not believing. If you don't believe, you won't see it. I don't believe, because I can't see it, do yeah, I? If you don't believe it, you won't see it. Yes, but if I can't see it, John, I won't believe it, will Yeah, I? but if you don't believe it, you won't see it, that's I the problem. I can see you, right? I believe that you're there, because I can see you, that's how it works. Right, so if you believe in that... I don't believe that's there, because I can't see it. If you believe in that, you'll see it. Right? That's ridiculous. So if I do believe it, I can see it, right? Exactly. Oh, I do believe in it. Right. Where is it? I can't see How it. How come you can't see it then? How come you can't see it? You don't believe it. I can see a slight gap. I don't believe you. I can see a slight gap. I don't believe you. You don't believe it. You can't see it. I can see a slight gap. What can you see? What can you see? I can see a slight. I can see a slight. It's a mirror. I don't believe you. I don't believe in that. Exactly. And that's why you can't see it. Because if you don't believe, you won't see it. Obviously, if you don't believe, Mike's negativity had sabotaged my efforts, so if seeing was believing, I had to get him to see something believable. Time for the big guns, Dan Baines, whose fairy photos had taken world media by storm in 2007. After this, I wouldn't just be sleeping in Mike's bed, I'd be wearing his socks at the same time. Hello? Dan! Hi! I'm very excited to speak to you. Hi Dan, this is Mike. Okay, hi. You are the man who found and documented real evidence of fairies? Mm, sort of. Good. That's a strong answer already. S sounds like a no to me. <laughs> I'll be honest, Dan. That sounds like a no. Uh, well, it, you do know it was a, a hoax. Lovely stuff. When you say hoax, do you just mean you're covering your back because obviously there's probably an army of renegade fairy people who aren't happy with the fact you've taken a picture of one of their kind and maybe they're... Well, there is a conspiracy theory based around that. So there is a strong belief that... I have been quietened by the government. Can I just ask... I, I believe that. ...whether or not you're a government puppet, Dan? Um, <laughs> what, what, what do you do for a living? Um, I'm a prop and illusion designer. Wonderful. Yeah, OK. Um, I mean, I mean, obviously, like, sometimes when you've got to cover up things, you've got to go deep. And obviously you've gone deep cover here. Yeah. So to I create mean, the illusion of that, Dan's gone to the, to the lengths of working in the film industry and the TV industry yeah. purely to throw people off the scent of the fact that he actually saw a real fairy. Yeah, I mean, I would do exactly the same, Dan. So I'm on your side here. And let's just all agree that, hey, it was a hoax, right? But we know. Well, 
no, I created the fairy back in 2007 out of a plastic skeleton and some toilet roll. So I tried to give it to the press um, as an April Fool's hope and they fell for it hook, line and sinker. So it turned out that everyone in the end were strong believers in the fact that it was real. Your hoax aside, do you believe that there's the, such things as fairies yourself? Um, yeah, well, I had a sort of um, a strange experience when I was about five. I was living on a, a new housing estate, which was being built out in the sort of Derbyshire countryside, so it was still quite rural. Uh, I was walking up a hill, um, something behind me caught my attention. As I spun my head back round to look where I was going, I actually walked and knocked myself out um, by hitting a lamppost. The next thing I remember, I was actually sort of, um, sort of floating on my back, at sort, of ch- uh, sort of between waist and chest height, with like a a white woman who was very attractive, almost like what you would expect an elf out of Lord of the Rings to look like, all dressed in white, and she was flanked by two other sort of creatures who were slightly smaller than her but looked identical. And they asked me where I lived. They said, don't worry, we'll make sure you get home. And they took me home and they left me on my drive. And uh, the next thing, my, my mother came out and found me lying on the lying on the driveway uh, with my head cracked open. I mean, she doesn't remember anyone bringing me home. She just thought I'd fallen off the wall in the front garden. Pretty amazing. But it was very vivid. I can still picture it all, you know, clear in my head today. Thank you, Dan, for just letting us into your world ever so slightly. I just want to say one thing. Hoax spelt T-R-U-T-H, truth. Believe. There you go. That's all I wanted. That's it. That's it. Believe. Dare to believe. Hashtag D2B. The only way to convince Mike was for a fairy to appear and shout, Only fairy! Then punch him in the gallbladder really hard. So we headed to a castle near Llangollen to meet a fantasy author who could show us where we'd gone wrong and hopefully punch Mike in the gallbladder really hard. Right, so uh, we've been walking for quite a while up the hill, John. We're at the foot of Castell Dinas Brand. It's quite a sort of conical shape, surrounded on all sides by mountains. Just looking up now, you can see a few people wandering down from the castle. It looks almost like they're ghosts of uh, long-forgotten warriors heading down to kick my face in as I try and take them on. But of course, no ghost could beat me because I'm solid and they'll just fall through me like dust. Right, Mike, um, I want you to come and meet someone. Hi, Fiona. Hello. Hi, Mike. Hi, John. Is this a magical area, Fiona, that we're in right now? Very much so. This has had tales and legends attached to it for centuries. But you must feel that it is a special place. There's an energy, Mike. You can't deny there's an energy People keep telling me I must feel things. I I don't don't feel anything at the moment. What can we do to increase our chances of seeing something? So the problem is, guys, if you look for them, you can't find them. Okay. Well, this is why you're an idiot, mate. Because wow. I've been up a mountain in Gefilly, I've been in a r- ravine. Yeah. I've risked life and limb yeah. looking for your stupid fairy. You're a non-believer, Mike. So Mike. If, if we were going to try to find this fairy by not looking for it, yeah. what are we not looking for? It depends how they manifest. Okay. It could be simply an orb of light. Um, I've seen them appear like flames, but they're actually see-through. Have you and seen they them for Yes, I have. Wow. And they'll be is... sort of, generally, they're just shimmering as if they're dancing. And there's a, there's a big train of thought that says that these things actually need us to believe in them in order to manifest. Right. It's like Polo Express. <laughs> a lot yeah. of people... Without the sinister faces. I'll Could Polo ever be there, Fiona? Because I don't believe it. I'm not, yeah. I'm not expecting to see it. Then yeah. they won't reveal themselves to me. Yeah, but then again, they could do it because they're tricksy things. They They could mess with your mind. Yeah, yeah. We've learned a lot on this journey. I think I am looking too hard right now. Yeah, definitely. And so I can agree that I probably won't see something today. No, I don't think you will. Where do they exist if they're not right here, right now in front of us? You've got multi-dimensions overlapping each other. I believe they are half in our world and half in other worlds. 
I thank you, Fiona. That was, that was fascinating. I mean, maybe I need to find out more about the science of this then. If, if it will lead you closer to being a believer, then, then take me to a scientist. It's more like a conventional science. That's fine. Go with you the white coat. You need to find out about dimensions, I think. I think that's the key. OK, mm. that's what we'll do. OK, let's get extra dimensional, Mike. John's believers frequently use extra dimensions to explain fairies. So the only way to end this madness was to speak to a real scientist, an expert in his field, a scientific field, not one full of mushroom rings and dancing elves. Hello. Hello, is that Darren? Hi, yes. Thanks for taking the time out of a busy schedule to, uh, to have a chat with us. Could you just tell us a little bit, first of all, about uh, who you are and what you do? Uh, I'm Darren Price. I'm a particle physicist at the Large Hadron Collider in, uh, in CERN in Geneva, Switzerland. Hi, Darren. John says hi. We're looking at the concept of fairies. Could you shed a bit of light on my theory that it's possible there's another dimension where something like a fairy could exist? Okay. Um, well, that's going to be quite an out there theory. I don't think that anything that we know about the universe or universes at the moment can really answer that kind of question. You, you may or may not be aware, back in 1988, I got a, a B for my physics GCSE. I, I, my physics teacher in school said so I was one of the most promising people in the class. Mine was... said, not a bad lad, doesn't know how to behave himself. Yeah, well, I'm quite au fait with the parallel universe theory and, and wormholes. Um, I'm not saying that there's not a universe somewhere where maybe there was a Rod Stewart who existed, who was not a rock star, maybe he worked in like a key cutters or something. These extra dimensions aren't kind of like weird universes in which people like ourselves exist in. They're, they're kind of standard uh, extra dimensions. They're just very, very small. The easiest way to think about it is like, if you were like a tightrope walker, walking along a tightrope, you could only walk one dimension, backwards and forth. Right. If you were an ant, however, it could be a different size scale, you could walk around uh, left and right, and up and down. And that's the kind of thing that we're testing with these extra dimensions at CERN. You're obviously a very intelligent man, but imagine a hole opened up and a lot of different goblins, elves, fairies came through. Where would you start as a scientist in measuring what the hell had just happened? Well, I'd probably start off by measuring uh, what somebody's put in my coffee. After this conversation, do you think it's possible you could get someone like me to assist you in theories and ways that you guys haven't even thought of yet? Something beyond science. I don't know if I know how to work on a project beyond science. Right. Perhaps, perhaps I'm just too limited. OK, good. I, I, will, I will keep your number on speed dial, Darren. Get them to clear some office space there for me because I will be working with you guys very soon on the next big project. <laughs> OK, thank you. Great stuff. Thanks thank a lot, so Darren. Job done. Um, it looks like my... Indication for me, I think. Wow, so, uh... wow, really? Yeah, of course, really. What, for you? You just what about conversation this, earlier, this stuff about, you know, wormholes and, and other dimensions where fairies exist? I mean, he, he, he didn't say that, did he? Oh, what I got from that was, there's no such thing as fairies, John, which means you're never, ever, 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 ever to come to my house again. That's not really a problem, because um, technically I'm off to um, Switzerland. Oh. Me and Daz, Darren, Dazzy D, Big right. Daz. Yeah. Uh, what he said was, come round to my house, uh, live in my house and work in my office. You're going to Switzerland, do you? Because that's not, that's, not that's not what I got from that conversation. Yeah, but I mean, for the greater good of mankind, I have to find out if there is a dimension to, uh, to another galaxy. Oh, I guess that's it then, is it? That's just me chucked back on the, on, on the scrappy. Pretty much, that's it. What about the unexplained? What about the team? That's it, it's over. Game over. I did this because of you. There's so much more to be unexplained, John. What about levitation? What about mermaids? Time travel? Yeah, Atlantis, spontaneous combustion, cloning, remote viewing, telekinesis, telepathy, you know, it's ghost dog. It's, it's done. So I guess that's it then, is it? The end of the unexplainers. Or is it? Dun, dun, dun! The Unexplainers is a zipline creative production for BBC Radio Wales. <laughs> Thank you.
The Unexplainers Extra! Check out our website, theunexplainers.com. Follow us on Twitter, at The Unexplainers. Find us on Facebook, or check out our videos on YouTube. The Unexplainers, explaining most things that are unexplainable. Apart from that horrible bit of skin in between your toes, I'm not going anywhere near that. Right, John, let's do a trailer, come on. Okay, here we go. The Demon Seed is happening. It's now. It's here. It's about to open your mind to a whole new world of paranormal existence, mysteries, intrigue. Yeah. Well, it's just that. It's, it's yeah. things that, you know, it's you talking about things that can't be explained. Yeah. And then me, me explaining them. Unlike any other show that's been done, especially mm. between the two of us ever. Oh, um, yeah, nothing like anything we've done previously. If you want to waste half an hour, then just just, just click the link that will take you to this thing. And it, and it might be longer than that. Yeah. And, it might be shorter than that. Yeah. But it'll, be, it'll be around that, that length of time. I've got it. I've got it. Go on. I haven't got much on. Listen to the Demon Seed. Yeah. And that's it. That's Walk it. in the dog. Listen, listen to, the to the Demon Seed. Seed. And we can do it together. Yeah, yeah. So. Walk in the dog. Listen, listen to, to the Demon Seed. Listen to the Demon Seed. Washing up. There we go. Listen, listen to the, to the demon, demon Seed. Paint in the wall. Listen to, listen to the Demon Seed. seed. Um, I, haven't got, I don't know many people. Listen to the Listen demon, to the demon seed. seed. Um, um, don't don't like mixing. I want to stay in tonight. Listen to the Listen demon, to the demon seed. seed. Um, um, you've been no, kicked uh, off by your missus because she yeah. found out you've been fiddling with next door. Uh, you live sleeping the in your car. Yeah. Listen, Listen to the demon to seed. seed. Um, uh, had a power cut and I haven't got anything to do. Listen. But your yeah. ear. But still work because your phone yeah. was charged up. Yes. Listen yes. to the demon Listen seed. Listen to the demon seed. Um, car broken down on the side of a motorway. Listen. L- no, no, no. Be careful with that. Okay. Because you've got to be aware of traffic and stuff. Oh, right, how about this? How about this? Car broken down on the side of the motorway. Safely gone behind the barrier on the hard shoulder, away from the car, and called the authorities. And then. Listen. Listen to the demon to the seed. Demon seed. Yeah. That is a good Cross, trailer. Crossing the road. Don't listen to the demon Press seed. Pause. Yeah. Cross Get the road the safely. Side. Yeah, get to the other side. And Going then... the pavement again. Listen to the demon seed. The demon seed, yeah. Um, what other things are Going there? on an hour-long walk. Listen to the demon listen seed. But then the last sort of 15 minutes plus... Just listen just to bird song. To nature. Listen to, yeah, just listen to bird song. You miss out a lot sometimes by, by having headphones on. You miss out yeah. a lot. Worried about being asked for spare change by homeless people? Listen to the demon seed. Listen to the demon seed. Listen to the demon seed, yeah. Or pretend, uh, just, just pretend listen to the demon seed. Yeah, classic. On a train, uh, looking out the window. Yeah. Listen to the... In, in a quiet carriage, make sure it's very quiet. Yeah. You don't want none of this... Although we haven't got any drummer bass in the demon seat. No, I, we can, I can get some in. I'm working on a track at the moment, actually. Well, so. no, don't, because it'll... Yeah, think of that's that. true. Might ruin it. The trains in it. Okay. All right, well, I think we've given them a good... A pretty pretty good roundup of what to... How to use well, the reset a punchy 15 seconds, so that, that's, that should nail it. That's right in there. That is top of the chart. That was, see, that was see, perfect. Well done. Brilliant. 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 Uh, thanks, Reese. No problem. Producer Reese, there. I like the way the standards are so low. That was if you If you're producer Reese, you know, listen to the demon seat. You'll have to because he's doing the edit. Yeah. <laughs>